Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Process the Podcast. This is a very reflective episode. It's been a while since I've done one of these, but I'm really excited for us to dip our toe in together. My name is Arielle Thomas. I'm your host, motion director, social strategist, and founder of production company Cinema Tom. But lately, I'm probably the most proud to keep the title podcast host. And you'll hear about that today in this episode. Before we dive in, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land which I record this podcast on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I've never done this before, but I'm going to share a little inspiring bite, a little sound bite from Steve Jobs, of all people. And I think it connects to this episode and uh, I hope it will give you some context into the gusto that I'm feeling. So here's Steve. (laughs) Most people never pick up the phone and call. Most people never ask. And that's what separates sometimes the people that do things from the people that just dream about them. you gotta, you got to act. And you've got to be uh, willing to uh, fail. You've got to be willing to crash and burn. You know, with people on the phone, with starting a company, with whatever. If you're afraid of failing, uh, you won't get very far. Hearing things like that just puts a little pep in my step. So let's dive into the episode. And before I take you forward, I'm going to take you back because I feel like I've got some explaining to do. Long story short, I've made the decision to go all in. And I think that I've put that online and I've said that in a couple of like intros in the past two episodes. But this is the moment that I'll kind of explain. Process the podcast last year was done seasonally. So we decided to do them every three months. Like we were going to go batch up episodes, release for 12 weeks, have a break, release for 12 weeks, have a break. And that calendar felt like a boa constrictor around my neck. I didn't like that. I really wanted this to go nonstop and I just couldn't really make that work with my calendar. So I'll take you back. The last episode we did was with Catherine Denton and then I went to South by Southwest. I was planning on recording a bunch of episodes for South by Southwest and those episodes were going to be in partnership with Soho House because they hosted me at South by and it was honestly such a fun week. I learned so much and I had so many fantastic guests. It was then going to roll out into the next season, season four. And that didn't happen because I got home from South by and I was sort of like bowled over by uh, things that I couldn't control and things that um, swallowed me up emotionally and something had to give. And the way that I had set up my life, the podcast was the easiest thing to hang up or to shelve. 
I felt like I was firstly letting myself down. Um, I felt like I wasn't being true to what I really wanted to do, but I managed and it was a turbulent time, but with the podcast on the shelf, I was able to constructively work my way through that and also plan so that if things like that came up again, nothing else would be affected. And in about late November, early December, I decided that I was going to go all in on the podcast. I looked at my financials and my retainers and I decided that I was only going to keep two of them, Kmart and a beautiful business called Garden Street Gin Club. And I was going to wean myself off other client relationships to pause work until the end of March or April, depending on how I was going. And even just that shift in telling myself that I was taking steps for a future that I wanted and and giving myself the opportunity to build something that I really wanted to build, that shift in mindset was so freeing. Changing your mentality to introduce new elements of your company or a new feather in your cap or creating a new division or a beautiful girl in Esther's case who has just signed on to do our social media, she has backed me from day one. So you guys will know more about her soon. Esther has moved on from her full-time job to freelance as a photographer and a social media manager. And of course, being a longtime supporter of Process, I'm the first person to snap her up and offer her a job. And since she has absolutely organized the social media for Process tenfold, she's worth her weight in gold. But when you decide to make those changes, you really have to go all in. And There's a lot of stuff out there about diversifying your income, doing this, doing that. It doesn't really work like that when you want to have success like we all do. I think those people that are saying you can do it all, yeah, yes, you can. But those people have companies underneath them that structure and keep that work alive. When you're a team as lean as mine, uh, at the moment, it is myself, Molly, my assistant, Bella editing, V editing and assisting on shoot days, and now Esther. All of them are contractors. I'm essentially still a company of one. It doesn't come so easy to juggle because energetically, I want to give this my absolute all. So I've given myself six months to see really serious results, and I'm measuring everything data points, investments studio quality, trips to Sydney, finances, followers, listens, all the things to make sure that I'm absolutely putting my best foot forward. But what it really comes down to is that you can have everything, just not all at once. And with that comes immense sacrifice and letting go of parts of yourself that really naturally want to create, 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 do this, do that. Oh, I saw this thing. I want to grow that. I want to do this. My personality and my attitude towards business has been so hungry and so, gosh, I don't know, so aggressive is the wrong word. So lean in, if you will. I wasn't laying foundations for these new projects and that's what this episode and what these recent changes have all been about. It's laying foundations and making time for foundations. So Bella is with me however many days a week, minimum two, maximum four, and we're laying a foundation in a way that 
I am there for her to answer questions, to onboard her and to set the tone of these edits so that she can become the master of her work. Um, I'm not too busy with meetings. I'm not here or there everywhere. I'm I'm beside her if she needs me ready to work. I am working with Molly on my schedule to make sure that I don't plan too many shoots and that I know well in advance when these podcast episodes are going to come um, to a time where they need to be recorded, edited and pulled together. I'm I'm onboarding Esther and being absolutely available 24-7, making sure that she has me and my attention ready to go. And I'm not putting any other projects or clients in front of me that could deter me from helping the team pave the way for this to work. I can't do this alone, I know that. And with that comes these foundations that I am relentlessly laying. I'm purposely not taking on too much, as I said, and I'm very intentionally planning guests, my time, finances, and being very thorough. In the past, I think there've been projects that have come up and I've whipped them up and and tested things and tinkered. And um, at the end of Catherine Denton's episode, for example, we were trying something out called Text Talk. And that was a text message subscription to help you to be on top of your TikTok game with um, text messages every day with the latest trends. And that was something that we were tinkering with. It was in a beta test. I've decided not to go ahead with that project. But that project was so such a blip in the radar that it didn't have foundations, even if it was going to be something bigger. And I think that when you're a multi-hyphenate, you can get so carried away with what's in front of you. And I think I got carried away sometimes with these glimmery projects that I really wanted to execute, but I didn't have the foundations laid to be able to do so. So that brings me to the new process the podcast every single week. The last week of every month you'll hear from me. There'll be a theme every month that I'm personally reflecting on and I'll come into social media and TikTok and reels and stories and kind of loosely chat about here and there. But this first three months really is about intentionality. I've been so lucky for the talent that have trusted me to navigate conversations with them, guide them through um, their own experience so that you guys, the world can hear it. And I owe it to the guests. I owe it to my team and I owe it to myself to give this an absolute red hot crack. Um, Right now it's about 9.30 at night. I'm recording this on a little armchair that will become the Melbourne studio out of my apartment. I'm being really lean and I'm, I don't think I need a lot for this project to work. I just need heart and soul. A little bit taboo to say, if you will, but my last focus in this work is you guys, the audience, because if you guys come first, the work won't be good. I have to drink my own Kool-Aid, whatever, take a sip of my own medicine, whatever the line is and literally eat, live and breathe the process of getting this as best I can, getting this right each time that you see me, hear from me, I show up, all the things. 
I'm also learning to take better care of myself in this process. I'm working out every day. I'm eating way better. I've streamlined the decisions that I have to make every day, like a true entrepreneur. Um, and I'm working at a capacity that I feel is totally sustainable, reflecting on how I would work in the past. It's very different to this year. In the past, without uh, sounding like it was monetary that was driving me, it absolutely wasn't. I do this because I love the work and I love being on set and I love the process of post-production and I love client relationships. But when you're essentially a freelancer or you have an agency, every day you are working away, acquiring projects, working on projects, finishing projects, and the finish line often is an invoice being paid. So you can get up, do all the things, work really hard, do the shoot, tinker, make sure that it's the best that it can be. But often there is an underlying fact that you are doing that job because you're in survival mode. You need the invoice paid so that you can pay your rent or your mortgage to have a roof over your head, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That change of adding in a project that is so wholeheartedly drummed up and and uh, brought to fruition just because I want to is so weird. To be working on a passion project as hard as I work for clients. I've never done that before. And it's transformational in the sense that this is not for my real, this is not to immediately be monetized. As I said, I'm not, I'm trying not to focus on you guys and like clickbait and all that kind of stuff and the audience and all that, because if I lean in wholeheartedly to this project and this, oh, I don't want to say chapter of my life, but I guess that's what it is that I've conjured up and really give this my all, I'll be really proud of not only myself, but of my team of the impact I was able to make and I guess most importantly proud of myself. I've said I'm going to do something and my name is all over this and as a creative our reputation and our name is literally all we have. I'm leaning in so hard that I can almost see my directing career potentially dissipating if I chose to, I don't want to, I would never, I don't think I'll ever do that. I love storytelling and film so much. Um, and I'm still working heavily in the social media space to, um, bridge those two careers that I've conjured up, but we're all in loving this process, um, is my daily North star because I really, really do love this process. And so laying foundations so that I can succeed in this process and it's not a headache, it's a joy and I get to do this and it's fun is a paramount focus for me. And it's something that I also really want to inspire you guys to think about how can you look at your own lives and your own creative practices and and ensure that there's no friction for you to have fun. Think about the most stressful elements of that. Can you collaborate with somebody so that they take that off your plate? Can you allocate a little bit of money so that you could pay somebody to do that? Can you pivot away from a more difficult offering and focus on the key offering that you love doing 
and sacrifice the fact that you may take a hit financially to do that. I am more than ever really proud of what I'm doing and what I'm putting out and it's a really, really good feeling when you work so hard on something that you can be really, really proud of it um, before it even gets received by you guys, the audience. I'm in the editing suite with Bella chipping away at stuff and I love what she's creating for this. She's really talented and picks things up really quickly. Some recommendations um, to also kind of explore this headspace. I've written out everything I need to live for each month. So my business overheads, my personal overheads, my subscriptions, my medical whatevers, my insurances, my literally everything. And I also included a little bit of like fun life drinks with my girlfriends on the side. And then I have looked at what I want to put financially into this podcast. And I am taking no more clients than that. I'm looking at my days. Yes, I'm working six days a week to make sure that this really happens and it's got the right energy behind it. We drop episodes every Sunday. You best believe I'm working every Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning to make sure that this gets to you guys on time. But going through that and saying, what do I need? And then saying no more. Once you've got what you need, you sacrifice. And when those little things creep in and say, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. You really want to do this. Fulfilling the passion project is what living a creative life is all about. And if that means sacrificing to any means, I think that you should just do it. I'm in this chapter of my life where this is it. I'm working on putting things out there and walking the walk of somebody that's in the public eye more often because that is a sacrifice that comes with it. It doesn't sound like a sacrifice, but I think everything that makes you otherwise uncomfortable um, to get to a goal, something that you're doing is a sacrifice. And and I don't think that we talk about that enough, that it is really hard work. Um, but I see you and I adore you and I'm really, really happy that you're here. And I just hope that you love this new gaze that I have over the podcast. And the next batch of guests that we have for March, I hope will blow you away. I'm so excited to chat to these women. I think you'll hear it in the episodes. I'm gushing because I've adored them and their work for so long. So here's to sacrifice and laying foundations that give you a shot at going after what you want, opening up the Google Excel spreadsheet, whatever. I know that we're creative. We don't like numbers. I get it, but it's necessary. It is a necessary evil. If we get any DM saying, hey, can you share your template with me? I'll actually do that. So nerdy to share a budget, but I'm actually happy to do it because it. I took a while like building out this template. So if anybody wants it, please DM us and let us know. Now is as good a time as any to roll up your sleeves on the weekend and shoot that thing that you wanted to shoot, do that thing, research that whatever, take that course, call that person, do whatever. Another note, just ask them. Whatever it is that you feel like is out of reach, just ask. 
March guests, I was so nervous hitting send on those emails. I think some of them I was on the phone to Molly for and I was like, had them in my drafts and I would write them on the weekend and then I wanted to send them during the days and then she would be like, have you emailed this person yet? And I would be like, let me do it right now. And then I would do it and I was like, okay, oh my God. Such a loser. And then I just hit send. One didn't get back to me. It's fine. The rest of them were like, ah, oh, yes. Oh my God, I would love to. And you best believe I sat down with some people that I really, really admired for 90 minutes. You'll hear all about it in March, but I am so excited. Just ask. That's all you have to do. Another example of that, I was at an event in Sydney last week and there was a guy across the room that he spoke, he was on the panel, and I was so nervous to go and talk to him. I don't know what it was about me. Usually I've got a bit of game, but I was just in a really, really shy, like, I don't want to go say hi. And he was deep in conversation with somebody that looked like a really, like, good friend. It wasn't like an event friend where he was like his gaze was going, like, all across the room and he was kind of – there wasn't an opening. It was like blokes – really close, tight knit, having a chat, intimate. And if I, I, you guys just have to trust me. I didn't feel like I could walk into that conversation. Next minute this morning, get a bloody LinkedIn invite from him. So I just messaged him straight away, was like, hi, I was really shy at the event and I didn't feel like I could introduce myself. I would love to chat about working with you. Um, Can we organize like a chat? I'm in Sydney this date, otherwise let's do a Zoom messaged back within 10 minutes being like, hi, Ariel, I would love to chat. Always up for it. Looks like you're doing some really cool work. Let's chat. This is your sign. Just ask. Send the email, follow them on LinkedIn, try and connect, send a DM. (laughs) Sacrifice is not scary. It's just an adjustment. And at the end of the day, it's going to get us to where we want to go. Um, the classic podcast wrap up, please subscribe, leave a review, send it to a friend. Basically, Stephen Bartlett says this on Diary of a CEO, the more you guys like, subscribe, share, the better guests we can get on as podcasters because the numbers will grow, the social platforms will grow and all of that. So thank you so much for listening. I am in awe of all of you. When when there's like a new follower on the account, I click into it and I'm like, oh my God, she's a painter. Oh my God, it's a filmmaker. Oh my God, it's a casting director. I am so excited by this community that is starting. And I hope that this episode has inspired you to sacrifice a little in order to get the things that we as artists love to do. Um, Thank you so much. And I will see you next week with a very, very special guest, uh, one of the youngest magazine editors in Australia.